This show is part of the RetroZap.com podcast network. And welcome everybody to episode 34 of the Animaniacast. I am a lab mouse, I escaped from my cage Never had a job, never earned minimum wage But you will respect me, yes, once my plan is unfurled You will call me your leader, I'll be king of the world Now, Pinky And welcome to the Animaniacast. We are the only podcast that is dedicated to the animated series, The Animaniacs. Here we explore the series episode by episode, revisiting all the cultural references and gags, and in the end, we give the episode a Water Tower rating. I am Joey, and joining me here are my co-hosts, Nathan. Well, my name's Rappin' Nathan, and I'm here to say I love Fruity Pebbles in a major way. (laughs) And Kelly... Hi. <laughs> I suggested that one to yep, Nathan. That was from Joey in Tucson on Twitter. <laughs> Do you remember that commercial, oh, Kelly? The the Fruity Pebbles commercial where Rappin' Barney is rapping about Fruity Pebbles? Vaguely. <laughs> that was... Gosh, yeah. I, I, I kind of remember that one. Yeah, that was my favorite, and it, it's I don't know why, but uh, I just get that in my head. <laughs> I, I do that with the Cocoa Krispies commercial. <laughs> Do you remember that one? Well, the Coco with the with the monkey or with yeah, the... he's like, my name is Coco and I swing from the trees. I live in the jungle. I'm a monkey. You see? Hmm. <laughs> you remember that? One? Not really. I remember the uh, the uh, the crispy critters one where there's a there's a one where it goes, "Hello, my name is Crispy. How do you do? <laughs> crispy critters cereals entirely new. It's indubitably indubitably delicious." Oh, I can't remember that one. Yeah, but then there's the the rapping party. Nathan's looking at me like he doesn't remember, remember any of this. any of these things. Yeah, this is why you got to suggest those animated catchphrases, folks. Po- Hashtag because... animated catchphrase. <laughs> but yeah, the the rapping party. I loved that one as a kid because he goes with bedrock, uh, yellow, green, yellow, round, red. But to get those fruity tricks or get the fruity pebbles, I got a trick, Fred. To get the fruity pebbles, he's got a trick, Fred. Bonnie, my pebbles. <laughs> that's why they call him tricks. Did a really good impression. <laughs> well, anyway, well, that's what we're gonna. We're not talking about cereal. We're gonna leave that to the podcast. <laughs> Techno retro dads. They talk about cereal. Oh, I thought the podcast cereal talked about. Yeah, I haven't no, listened to that podcast. No, that, but I hear that, it's the no that best. Po- that popular podcast cereal is not about cereal. No, no I'm sorry. I, do not listen to that. You're not listening to it, I guess. <laughs> well, no, but today we're going to be talking about an excellent episode of Animaniacs. It is episode 34, which has Clown and Out and Bubba Boba Brain. Woo! What do you guys think? In a few words, guys, what do you think about this episode? Kelly, what do you think? Hilarious. And Nathan, what about you? It was good, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> well, today's episode is a very good episode, and it first premiered when, Nathan? Uh, it premiered Thursday, November 4th, 1993, which was the same day that Rudy Giuliani appeared on an episode of Seinfeld called Low Fat Yogurt. And also, Elton John was awarded over $500,000 from Sunday Mirror for them falsely reporting his diet. <laughs> Wait a minute. So... <laughs> So the mirror, the the tabloid, had to pay him five hundred thousand dollars for falsely misreporting his diet. Yeah, they, I guess they said that he was like bulimic or something. Oh, so okay, okay. They had to give him uh, like three hundred and fifty thousand pounds. That's a lot. Well, it was just like I was like, I was he like, didn't have enough you... pounds on him, so he. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, that's very interesting. Well, today's episode has these two fantastic segments, and uh, we're going to get right into it. Why not? Let's talk about Clown and Out. 
Hello, listener. This is Jess Harnell, the voice of Wacko and Animaniacs, and you're listening to Animaniac Cast, which is the best thing you could possibly listen to, especially if you're not wearing pants. I'd love to go on talking to you, but I can't because I've got a potty emergency. See you later. So Clownin' Out was written by Nicholas Hollander and Paul Rugg, and it was directed by Greg Reyna. Nathan, what happens in Clownin' Out? It's Wacko's birthday, everybody! Yay! Thaddeus Plotz has hired a clown for Wacko because he's so generous, I guess. But uh, <laughs> Thaddeus Plotz is afraid of clowns. And then he finds out that Wacko's also afraid of clowns. But the clown has been hired, so he's going to give Wacko the best birthday he can give him. Um, unfortunately, uh, that uh, ends up hurting the clown quite a bit and, uh, ends up going to the moon even, but it (laughs) works out to Mars, I I guess. Yes. And, uh, he ends up, uh, happy because he meets a bunch of Martians and they love the clown. So (laughs) that's true. Yeah. There you go. That's so it it ends pretty well for the clown. I guess it's a happy ending for everybody. (laughs) I like it here. Well, let's go over some of the the quick references of this episode before we uh, get into our favorite moments. And, uh, you know, as as I mentioned these references, guys, feel free to interrupt me and uh, just tell me what you like about it. Oh, (laughs) 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 but let's let's uh, first talk about, of course, Mr. Clown is possibly Mr. Director. Well, or just Jerry Lewis (laughs) or Jerry Lewis, perhaps. Yeah. In uh, in in makeup, uh, he's very much the same. I mean, it's voiced by Paul Rugg, mm-hmm. and just looking at him, Especially, like when he gets blown in the face of the cannon, I'm like, "That's Mr. Director." That's like, Mr. Director. Can you make a little cannon? Yeah, I think so. There, a cannon. It blowed up at me. When he's listed on the credits and everything, he's listed as Mr. Clown. Hmm. And so, you know, there's some people online that think it might be a separate character. It's funny how he always calls everyone else uh, Mr. Man Mm -hmm. and boy and all that. Little boy. Little puppy boy. Little puppy boy. Uh, But I reached out to Paul Rugg on this because first first, uh, I had to know, is... Mr. Clown, just simply Mr. Director in makeup. Mm-hmm. So I asked, hey there, Mr. Rugg, we'll, we will be talking about Clown and Out in our next episode. I was wondering if Mr. Clown is intended to simply be Mr. Director in makeup or if they're two separate characters. And Paul Rugg responded, same, but different, but same. <laughs> <laughs> so they're... The same, but different, but the same. And of course, like Jerry Lewis is known for, like he played a clown in his last movie, right? And stuff like that. Well, or in, like that hidden movie. Right. Like, in that, in that movie, oh gosh, what was the, the day the clown cried, I believe, like, is yeah. uh, where it's a, it's a movie dealing with the Holocaust and, uh, and mm-hmm. Jerry Lee, uh, Jerry Lee Lewis, not Jerry Lee Lewis, Jerry Lewis dressed <laughs> as a clown. Uh, yeah. He, it, so that's possibly modeled off of, off of that. He, he, is doing his Jerry Lewis thing, you know, saying, you know, nonsense words like mm-hmm. Freund Laban and, and they stuff. even in the episode with Flamiel. Yes. So, you know, like you have to whenever there's a Mr. Yeah. Director going on in here, or Mr. Clown. But he sings, uh, you'll never laugh alone quite often in this. Oh, poor Mr. Man. When you want to scream, put away that frown And never be scared of a clown Laugh on, laugh on, laugh on and on and on You'll never laugh alone He sings it to Thaddeus Plotz. He sings it to Wacko before getting hit on the head. Mm Mm-hmm. When you want to scream, put away that frown And never be scared of a clown Laugh on and on and on And that is a parody of the song You'll Never Walk Alone, which is uh, from the Rodgers and Hammerstein musical Carousel, which I did see one time in high school. and I, was- I also did. It was, I was bored out of my mind seeing that movie, or uh, our I, musical. 
That's just me. I don't remember much of it. I remember falling asleep. I was just going, oh my gosh. What did you dream about? (laughs) (laughs) Dreamed about seeing a better musical. Oh, it's just, it wasn't (laughs) funny. (laughs) It wasn't funny. It wasn't, I like musicals that are fun and, you know, and Carousel is, you would think for something that's dealing with a a carousel that would actually be like enjoyable, like Mm -hmm. circusy or something, but not from what I remember. I don't, I don't even remember it being particularly sad, like West Side Story or anything. It just I didn't leave a, a, an impression on me one or the other. Yeah. Carousel. Anyway, mm. <laughs> but in that they sing You'll Never Walk Alone. And Jerry Lewis actually used to sing You'll Never Walk Alone on uh, the MDA telethons. I believe it would be the last thing that he would sing uh, when they close out everything. And he put down the microphone on the stool. So that's kind of, you know, hey, we're talking about Jerry Lewis. Lewis, There you go. Totally. Uh, We also have a a pretty strong reference here to Stephen King's It. A a A clown. Clown is not a (laughs) spider. Clown is not a spider. Mm -hmm. Not not bite me and put me in the basement or whatever. Uh, Throw me in the basement, I think it was. Yeah. (laughs) A clown will not bite me and throw me in the basement. A clown will not bite me and throw me in the basement. A clown is not a big spider. A clown is not a big spider. I feel so silly. I have not, I, you know, I hate to admit it, but I've never seen it. it. I've never oh. seen it. Um, I've seen parts of it, but that's it. <laughs> but that's I it. I saw that's it. it. You saw it. <laughs> what? It can't, I just I think just it's funny say when you say, I saw it, I saw it when saw it's it. like, <laughs> it's it. <laughs> but uh, It's like when you say, I, see, I saw saw kind of thing. I saw it. When you saw, did you see saw the movie Saw? Oh, I I saw saw. saw. (laughs) Did you see Saw on Rogue One? What? No, you was on Rogue One. I did. I got it. See Saw. Ah. (laughs) Anyway, back to the episode. (laughs) So, I I haven't seen Stephen King's it. It just it came out when I was in sixth grade, but it came out around this time, so still in the you know cultural. You know, that movie... It's, it's like Dice or whatever, right? Yeah, it's it's in people's minds at this time. And they're going to come out with a remake of it, apparently, pretty mm-hmm. soon. So we'll see if that's any good. Yeah, I guess there was also a reference to John Wayne Gacy, which... Is I don't get that one. I, well, I, I don't know. Like, he kept his victims under the, his house, so that would be, like, in the basement. Oh, okay. So. With the basement thing? Okay. Mm-hmm. But really, I mean, that's... I mean, yeah, well, I don't know. I'm not so possibly. People are scared of clowns. Yeah, in general, I, I think so. that's pretty much the thing. Is I think it's weird that the the therapist is saying these scary things that clowns don't do, but it kind of like <laughs> gives you ideas of like, oh gosh, like I wasn't scared of clowns until now. that moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, of course, recently in you know pop culture, there's been a lot of talk about clowns are scary. You know, mm-hmm. lots of viral videos, lots of stuff like that. That was the thing of 2015 was a or 2016. I think, yeah. yeah. It was the big clown, like, clowns are chasing people on videos and mm-hmm. and just standing creepily staring at people. I don't know. I've, I've never, personally, when I was a kid, I never was scared of clowns. I always, yeah, I kind of liked clowns. In fact, at my fourth birthday party, I had a clown at my birthday party and I loved it. I still remember it as one of the happy memories I had as a kid was having a clown at the house with doing yeah, magic I, tricks. I saw Poltergeist a lot. <laughs> So surprisingly, <laughs> um, and my, my cousin had this little clown doll that would sit on her dresser and it would freak me out. I didn't like, I particularly didn't like clown dolls, but I, oh. I've never really liked clowns since then either. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, Nathan, what about you? Ever been scared of clowns like not, Wacko or that? that I can think of. I've never had too much, uh, involvement with clowns in general. So, okay. I don't know. Well, and if, 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 Poltergeist or it doesn't freak you out, then you know maybe you can watch Killer Clowns from Outer Space because that's horrifying. Also, <laughs> see, I saw that as a I saw that when I was younger, and I actually thought they it was so kind of scary. I thought it was kind of funny. 
I don't know. Uh, they're just creepy looking. Maybe I didn't see the, the scarier parts. I remember watching that in middle school and kind of just laughing at it because I thought it was so over the top crazy. I thought the makeup was scary, though. <laughs> well, our brother is a clown. Nathan and I have a brother. That's right. Who I'm is scared of him. So I guess <laughs> exactly. he's a pretty scary guy. <laughs> no, he's actually a really good. He's a really good clown. He he tours with the Emergency Circus, which yep. is a which is a group uh, with clowns without borders. Yep. And they go around the world and uh, entertain kids in orphanages and like refugees Sy- yeah, Syrian and- refugees and and stuff like that. So there are good clowns out there, people. They're not all scary people, and they will not bite you and throw you in the basement or turn into a spider. Well, then, why did you have to bring that up? Well, I'm sorry. I just I <laughs> want to point out. <laughs> so there you go. A plug for emergencycircus.com, and uh, you can see what good clowns do out there for kids. And uh, yeah. it, they don't even wear that much makeup. <laughs> so there you go. They're not the scary clowns. That really is pretty much it for cultural references. I mean, at the very end of this... They he gets blasted up to Mars and then yeah, they, they kind of look like Marvin the Martian. Yeah, so. they're a different color, mm-hmm. but maybe they change color as they get older. Yeah, because they're like baby. <laughs> exactly. They kind of sound like him, they do. They so. have they have that voice. Um, <laughs> uh, let's talk about the song. I love the song that he always sings. When the whipper will mm-hmm. whippers in the wind, the wind will whip the back. Oh, nice and chubby oh, nice baby. And, chubby baby. <laughs> and Sorry, I just, I uh, yeah, I was waiting. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. okay, good. But I just had that song in my head constantly. And Kelly, I even saw like on your Twitter feed, like a few weeks ago, you just randomly tweeted that. That's because I had it in my head. <laughs> I was telling my boyfriend, I was like, I have this Animaniac song in my head from clowning out. He's like, what? <laughs> So it's such a it's just such a funny episode. I just like the um the slapstick in it is just really funny. The mm-hmm. way that uh you know Wacko is tricking him and and stuff to, yeah. with the water tower is good. What do you guys think? What are some of your favorite moments of this? I like that it was a heavy Wacko episode and uh like Dot and Yakko are just hiding the entire time. Just <laughs> fun cutting back to them every now and then. Just, I like that. Why is it taking Wacko so long to find us? It's me. I like how they were in, when they were in the darkness. You just see their white faces and gloves, and the whole you know everything else is just black. Yeah. And so I like how that looked. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah, Kelly. What about you? What are some things that you liked about this? Person? I I like that he he refers to the balloon animals as balloon animals. <laughs> yes. Because that reminds me of you know. You take the the word animal and you transpose the letters M and N and you get aminal. That's comedy. So that's like a throwback another, to... Another um, Mr. Director. Oh my yes, gosh. Mr. Director. I totally... Ah, see, you didn't catch that, did you? I didn't. I did. Take the word animal, transpose the letters N and M and you get aminal. That, in a nutshell, is comedy. I'll make balloon aminals. I loved, I, yeah, and I, I did like that last night. I was like, did he just say aminals? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's com- that's comedy. That's comedy. Yeah. <laughs> and um, that uh, he keeps calling Yakko, uh, I'm sorry, Wacko, a little puppy boy. And <laughs> Wacko, uh, Wacko keeps hitting him in the head with a mallet and then turns the cannon around. And he's like, it hurts with the mallet and a balloon boom. Yeah. <laughs> hey, where do you think you're going, clown? I paid you to do an hour show. But the puppy boy, he hurts with a mallet and a balloon. Boom. I like to know Mr. Plotz is just watching from way far away, just <laughs> laughing at how. <laughs> yes, this this was this is his therapy right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Plotz was just like, oh, yes. <laughs> and it was like, it was just so ironic because he had hired, he yeah. had hired this clown. <laughs> So he, I don't know what's good. I want to see the backstory, the prequel to this of how, like, 10 minutes before, yeah. how this all got set up. Like, why did, why, if you're so afraid of clowns, <laughs> why have, to, why have your, why not have your secretary talk to him or something right. like that? Something like that. I don't know. But, um, yeah. And, and just the, all the little things that, that happened with, uh, with uh, Mr. Clown just falling off and like, I wish the ground was, Nice and smooshy, or whatever he says right there. Mm-hmm. I wish the ground was mushy and soft. Or, <laughs> I don't want to do this no more. <laughs> I'm in the sky. I don't want to do this no more. 
It's all those things. Um, and the, the one gag right there where, uh, at the very end where he tricks him to go into the, the rocket ship. Mm -hmm. I really liked how it, it, he pushes away like a set dressing. Uh, and it just, the way that it worked with the gag of two dimensional art and everything like that, I, it just really worked really well. Um, the animation was excellent too. Like everyone was drawn exactly the way, in my opinion, the character should look. Yeah. So I, Gosh, I just love, love, love this cartoon. It's uh, mm. it's definitely one of my favorite ones. And I was trying to think when you know, in preparation for this, what's a favorite moment? And quite frankly, almost every single sentence is one of my favorite moments in this one. Like it's going to be hard for me later to get audio drops of just one, one or two moments. But here's one here. Happy birthday, nice puppy boy! Clown. That hurt my face. but it's it is hard because i was thinking like gosh every sentence in this is is funny and it's uh just so so well done so i don't know what else to say guys any other things you really want to point out that really stick out like that's a fantastic thing nathan's shaking his head like no (laughs) well in that case (laughs) we're gonna move on to the other cartoon which is uh it's a little longer right for this one it's uh Bubba Boba Brain. Yeah, that's a long title. <laughs> no, I meant like it's... Never mind. This is Maurice LaMarche, the voice of the brain, and you are listening to the Animaniacast. Bubba Boba Brain was written by Sherry Stoner. It was directed by Gary Hartle, Adu Payden, and Dave Marshall. And uh, Kelly, what happens in Bubba Boba Brain? Well, as with every Pinky in the Brain episode, the brain wants to take over the world, but this time his idea is to send a subliminal message to the world so that he can tell them what to do and take over. And the way he decides to do that is through country music. They're watching TV and sees what a, a big impact country music songs can have, and so he decides to be a singer and... In the course of, you know, being on stage and performing, he has Pinky play his subliminal message and basically hypnotize the audience. Yes. And it works. Yeah. It, for, actually, it actually works really, really well. Yeah, he pretty much took over the world until <laughs> uh, they all forgot about it. Unfortunately, <laughs> yes. The un- <laughs> brain's undoing was... Not, it worked his, too well. It worked too well, and he, he was just... Uh, his annoyance with Pinky... Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even say it's Pinky's fault. Because it's it's yeah. If you just have some control of your temper, brain. <laughs> if brain just had a, a better temper, he would uh, he would be ruling the world right now. Yeah, <laughs> he gets really though like uh, personal about his names, you know, in these episodes. Like he does. Like that's a recurring theme of brain. Like this is my name. You're gonna call me this name. Like so, General Brain, Mister mm-hmm. Thompson, right, or whatever. That was it, right? Mr. Yeah, Perkins. Mr. Perkins. Mr. Right. Perkins. Oh. And uh, now Bubba Bo Bob Barry. Yeah. Eat God, Bibby Boo Bob Brain. Road trips are so exciting. It's Bubba Bo Bob Brain, Pinky. Right. Sorry. Do it. Yes. His ego. Well, I mean, he has a head yeah. that big. He's going to have a big ego. That's true. <laughs> it's not Brian. It's Brain. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So don't get his name wrong, and then everything will just be fine. Yeah, he'd be a good, he'd be a very good leader. Just make sure you call him Brain. <laughs> um, so this is a country uh, episode. I mean, there are numerous country uh, uh, references right here to to both the songs and to the country artists. Uh, so let's go over some of these things. So first of all, the episode in starts off with Pinky singing. To the song like don't don't tell my don't tell my head my empty hollow head. Mm-hmm. Today's inside story is country megastar Willie Ray Cypress. Don't tell my head my empty hollow head. You know I wouldn't understand. Yep 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 yep. It must be inordinately taxing to be such a boob. You have no idea. Which. I love that. This, the that, better version than the actual one. <laughs> yeah, the, the, yes. 
Uh, that has been getting in my head all the time, too, by the way. Just don't tell my head. And the yup, yup, yup. But in case you are not familiar with uh, Achy Breaky Heart, which is what it is parodying, here's a quick sample of it here. <laughs> don't tell my heart. That is. Oh, I hate that song. <laughs> <laughs> Try having a, a little like four or five year old nephew who's that's his favorite song, and uh, he sang it all the time. <laughs> well, even <laughs> that song was so popular yeah. at yeah, the time; it was. it was unescapable. I mean, it was it was even on like the pop. You know, stations and rock and roll stations, things like that. Yeah, uh, it was it was crazy. It was, and uh, it, my favorite version of it uh, isn't the Billy Ray Cyrus, but it was actually the Weird Al Yankovic version. So let me just play a, f- a section of that because okay. that's the song. That's the version I like. But Mr. DJ, please, I'm begging on my knees. I just can't take no more of Billy Ray. Don't play that song. That achy breaky song, the most annoying song I know. And if you play that song, that achy breaky song, I might blow up my radio. So there you go. Yeah, I like that, but it's better. <laughs> it was an incredibly popular song, and you could see all the women in the in this Bubba Bo Bob Rain one just talking about, oh Billy Ray, I can't believe. Um, luckily. Just, you know, I thought to myself, oh, thank goodness I'll never see Billy Ray Cyrus anymore, because he was totally a, a one-hit wonder. Yeah, you thought that. And I thought I'd never Miley see him again. Miley Cyrus? Exactly. <laughs> but I like Miley Cyrus more than Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah, she has, she does, I think she is a little, perhaps a little bit more talent than him, I, I guess, yeah. right? She definitely has had a, a, a longer career than yeah. Than he is in a transition from one kind of cultural identity well, so, to another. Yeah, if it wasn't for this song, there probably wouldn't be a Miley Cyrus. Yeah, that might not be. So but. there you go. So think about that, ladies and gentlemen. Without Achy Breaky Heart, you don't get any Wrecking Ball mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, uh huh. Born in the USA. <laughs> Party in the USA. Yeah, I don't know what it is. <laughs> she doesn't do the Born in the USA song. No, that's 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 Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> oh, that's why I mean I like I like him. <laughs> Who's Miley Cyrus? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I almost got to see her perform live in Disneyland one oh. time, but then I walked away because I was like, "Well, everyone's going to see that. I'm going to ride rides." Oh yeah. <laughs> like, and I got a lot. I got a lot of rides done in a short <laughs> amount of time while everyone else is watching Hannah Montana. So Pinky dresses up as kind of like General. What do you call him, Colonel Pinky or something like that? But that's kind of like uh, how Elvis used to have. Uh, yeah, he called him Colonel Pinky. Yeah. Elvis used to have uh, Colonel Tom Parker uh, to as one of his assistants, and you know that's kind of like with uh, the Simpsons, like with uh, what was her name, Orlean, right? With Colonel Homer. Yeah. yeah. So you know that that whole thing of having your agent be Colonel whatever is uh, kind of common, at least in pop in, culture country stuff. Yeah, country. <laughs> According to statistics, an inordinate number of country western superstars have gotten their start at this very establishment. Hey, Dad! Do you suppose Minnie Pearl performed here? One can only hope. Uh, Minnie Pearl was on, uh, among other things, Hee Haw, which we'll get into a little bit later. Uh, she was, she, I just remembered her as an old lady with a hat pin, hat pins in her hat and everything like that as a kid. I don't really remember much more about Minnie Pearl than that. A telephone repairman from this area. Now, Kelly, did when you saw the the country singer singing about "I'm a telephone repairman in this area," <laughs> <Which I won't. laughs> did you realize that that was a parody of a different song at all? No. <laughs> okay. Neither did I. I just literally thought that's a funny song, and I just thought it was just making fun of country music in general. Yeah, I thought it was just like general country I song. am a telephone repairman. <laughs> and it's just funny. I just love I just love that song. But anyway, it is actually a parody of Glenn Campbell, who passed away recently, I believe. 
Um, but uh, Glenn Campbell had a song back in uh, 1968, it looks like, of called Wichita Lineman. And uh, Wichita a Lineman would be someone who goes up and fixes the telephone lines. Oh. So there you go. So here's here's the original version of Glenn Campbell, Wichita Lineman, just the sample of it. Whoop, there you go. Wasn't that, that was great? Really... Let's try that again. I am a lineman for the county And I drive the main road Searching in the sun for another Yeah, that, that, you yeah. get the idea. Yeah, I get it. I'm like <laughs> bored already. <laughs> Yeah, it's just a lonely country song, you know, what can I say? Um, they go on the TMN on uh the Pinky in the Brain cartoon, which uh is a parody of the television station TNN, which used to be around until it turned into the Spike Network. Hmm. Um, but uh, you, you ever watched TNN as a kid at all, Kelly? I mean, you're in Atlanta, right? People that everyone watches it, right? TNN? Yes. The Nashville yeah. Network. Never. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, no, I didn't watch it. No, nah, okay. I, I'm I'm not into country music. Not into country music. You heard it here first, folks. Wow. Yeah. Scoop. Yeah. My, <laughs> my granny was and my sister is, but <laughs> I like I like pop and movie scores. There you go. So, uh, but the, well, the Nashville network, from what I remember, it would be interviews like this, this one right here where they're showing Dolly Parton, mm-hmm. uh, but also a lot of just country music, uh, music videos like MTV when MTV actually played music. Oh, uh, I miss those days. Yes. <laughs> now you go to MTV two or something. Yeah. Or three or four or, or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the, the, one of the biggest stars that we see on this is Dolly Parton. Mm-hmm. And of course the brain has one of his best lines ever. <laughs> I'm your biggest fan. What do you say to that? I'd say puberty was inordinately kind to you. <laughs> so I, I love that line because I, I, it just goes over the kids' heads completely. Yeah. Um, totally. But uh, as an adult, you, it, it hits you right in the face. Cause it's hilarious. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I noticed that she's not uh, under the hypnosis, or <clears throat> does like she, her eyes aren't. All... Oh, that's true. Well, she, she, but then again, she's kind of squinting her eyes. She does have. Well, she does eyes. open her eyes at one point. Oh, so she, so Dolly Parton is not genuinely hypnotized. Genuinely likes the music. I think maybe she is one of his biggest fans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they they go on a TV show called Yeehaw, which of course is uh, the parody of Hee Haw. And before recording, I know Kelly, you were talking about watching Hee Haw as a kid, right? Um, occasionally, when when I was over at my granny's house, yeah. she'd have it on, so I, you know, would watch it sometimes. I don't really, really remember much than just you know there'd be some country performers on there and just uh, them popping out of cornfields like they show mm-hmm. on this one right here and tell some bad jokes. Um, yeah. And I remember in between the the, the different uh, segments, there would be a a cartoon donkey, which I just wanted to watch cartoons as a kid. So I just wanted more of that donkey, <laughs> but um, that was kind of cool just to see. I, I like that segment right there. <laughs> hey, Bubba Bo Bob Frank. I just got back from France. How'd you find it? I used a map. <laughs> <laughs> the brain's laughter <laughs> with the joke. Uh-huh. Uh, just, Ha ha ha! I was showing that at my school today, and the kids were kids watched it, and they said, "Oh yeah, really good joke." <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, that's kind of the point, kid. Whatever." But it's supposed to be bad. Uh, we had uh, two country singers right there giving out an award to Bubba Bo Bob Brain. One of which was Garth Brooks. Mm-hmm. Very obviously, Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks still looks like Garth Brooks. Yeah. I love how they have his little, cause you can't do a caricature of Garth Brooks without doing the little microphone thing, uh, on his ear. And so they had that going on. But, uh, the other woman, uh, was Crystal Gale, which, uh, sang, she sang, uh, Make My Brown Eyes Blue was her probably her biggest song that she's known for. Yep. I don't really remember much from her as a kid other than she had really long hair, went all the way down to her, her butt. And just, oh, okay. she was just like really, really long hair. It's like ridiculously long hair, but that's all I really remember about her. 
I like uh, Brain's inauguration, uh, or what, like his acceptance speech for that. <laughs> yes. So. Pardon my effervescence, but your accolade is more than any bucolic mouse merits. What's he saying? I don't know. I'd like to thank my mama and Elvis. Oh, how nice. Well, isn't that nice? I, he mentioned he's a bucolic mouse. Mm-hmm. And do you know what bucolic no, means? I, I had to look it up. Like, Siri, what's bucolic? And uh, she kept, after uh, numerous times of trying to get her to realize what bucolic <laughs> meant, because she would put boo and then like colic, like the baby colic. Oh, but, weird. But bucolic means uh, uh, dealing with the, the country, like a country mm. mouse. So he calls himself a bucolic mouse. So he's a country mouse. So That's there you bad. go. Uh, <laughs> so I learned something from the brain today. I always like things like Pinky and the Brain and Calvin and Hobbes and stuff like this in the day because they would always use vocabulary that was at random intervals that was very high and it would just make me stop and go, what the heck did he just say? Or <laughs> So that was funny. Um, They go to the Grand Old Ropery and they see... Uh, Kenny Rogers, who was there next to them, by the way. Kenny Rogers was cheering uh, Brain on when he oh. won his country award. <laughs> but uh, Or waving to him, I think. But anyway, <laughs> I don't know what the animators were doing with that guy. But he sings about going... Uh, he sings a song. You gotta know how to cut up. Know how to shuffle. Know how to deal the cards before you play fish with me. And that is the parody of the song The Gambler. So here's a little bit of The Gambler in case you weren't familiar with that song. And the night got deathly quiet. His face lost all expression. Said if you're gonna play the game, boy, you gotta learn to play it right. You got to know when to hold up. Know when to fold up. Know when to walk away. Know when to run. You never count your money. Sitting <laughs> at the table. There'll be time to count. Ready, Ethan? When the done. done. There you go. Good Thank job. Thank you. I like that <laughs> you song. You could have seen this when, he, Nathan, <laughs> when Kelly, when Nathan, I'm sorry. When he says, you got to know the, what do you got to, got to play the Game Boy? Yeah, he, I was playing a Game Boy. He was playing a Game Boy in his hands. <laughs> anyway. Well, that was funny because when I heard that line, I, I made that connection with, with Game Boy. And I was like, wow, that's... It's so funny nowadays. I you're such a Nintendo fan. hear that and think, you know, the little video game. Yeah, uh, exactly. Portable video game thing. But of course, back when this song came out, that didn't even exist. Yeah, this song mm. was back in the... Like, I want to say late 70s when this song came out. But yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, 78. That's when this song came out. Well, oh. <laughs> so way before Game Boys, this is an Atari 2600 if that <laughs> right there. So uh, at any rate, one last cultural references and that's uh, well, I guess there's a couple. I mean, he mentions Gallagher, like, you know, when he's talking about the different mm. things that he has to be nice. Babe. Working class values. I enjoy beef jerky and the comedy stylings of Gallagher. Check. You know who Gallagher is, right, Nathan? Does he smash watermelons? Smashes the watermelons. Woo! And uh, that was his thing. I guess, you know, I guess that's I guess that's a baby's something. It's hilarious, Joey. <laughs> I liked right. it as a kid. I always wanted to go to a Gallagher thing as a kid. I would watch his stuff on like HBO or Showtime and just see the people wearing bringing those plastic tarps <laughs> not to get hit by a watermelon. Well, then why go? <sighs> well, yeah, I guess that's a good point. <laughs> if you're going to go to a Gallagher concert, get hit with watermelon and ruin right? your shirt. Oh, well, whatever. Uh, but so I guess today you might say Jeff Foxworthy maybe is a comedian. He likes it. Jeff Gallagher doesn't do much comedy these days. His brother does. His brother got, you ever hear about that? Anybody? No. His brother no. was like, his uh, brother was uh, kind of posing as him <laughs> and do and like ripping off his act. So Gallagher actually sued his brother wow. for for doing it. So I think there's Gallagher, and I think he call, he calls himself Gallagher too or something. I don't know what's going on with that, but anyway, Gallagher. But the last cultural reference is probably the you know an angel gets its wings, mm. which is of course a, a reference to it's a wonderful life. Whenever in time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. Uh, but uh, 
what do you guys think? What do, what are some moments in this? This is a, a I would say definitely a classic episode, a cartoon of Pinky and the Brain. Yeah. What are some things that really stand out for you that uh, that you really liked? Ooh, ooh, I've got some. Okay, go for it. Well, for one, I like when he said, um, "Are you thinking? Or are you pondering what I'm pondering?" Pinky, he's like, "I think so, Brain, but burlap chafes chafes me so." <laughs> and um, and also I thought it was hilarious that brain keeps saying you all (laughs) it's like he's really struggling to say that and um i think you know you kind of get the feeling that he's trying to say y'all yes and he just he can't form the word (laughs) and um and as a southerner i I just thought that was uh hilarious howdy you all here's a little ditty i wrote hope you enjoy it you all i uh i liked all the names that Pinky gave him like baby boot bot brain and <laughs> everything like that and um beep beep bop balula yeah beep bop balula that's that in itself I think is a is a, a reference I'm not seeing it in many reference guides or anything but at one point he calls him beep bop balula lido beep beep bop balula sometimes you frighten me Pinky and that reminded me of the the song uh, beep bop balula she's my baby she's the woman that loves me so so i just i thought the whole thing you like you said from almost beginning to end hilarious yeah nathan what about you yeah um just all very funny i like all the songs and the name bubba boba brain mm-hmm. i guess going through his checklist at the beginning of just like all you need is a hat you need to be over six feet tall and you have a name with at least three words in it like mm-hmm. <laughs> just like just, and to he be was, a country star and like, he just went need. over the top like he like everything about the brain is just over the top yeah so, he was way over way, six feet yes he was <laughs> at least seven feet tall he was like yeah if you're hitting doors yes i know that was a gag i liked a lot was just him hitting every mm-hmm. door and just his reactions of that's a pain that's gonna linger or <laughs> Or just the one where he hits the bus and he just goes, yes! <laughs> <laughs> right! Sorry! Do it! Concentrate, Pinky, concentrate! Yes! This was an episode that uh, Maurice LaMarche, I believe, I think it was on one of the DVD um, special features, that he mentioned this was an episode that was kind of a real turning point for the writing of the show. Right. And then... Uh... And then Sherry took that and, and hit the home run of Bubba Bobop Brain. Yes. The home run. The home run of Bubba Bobop Brain. Now, Bubba Bobop Brain for us, I, I remember feeling that we'd really hit our stride with that one. So take the compliment, Sherry. He's giving you a compliment. It was a very special episode, and it was the one that I think the two characters really hit their stride. This was rerun a few times, you know, as this one segment, I think even into the Pinky and the Brain uh, spinoff. They would show it uh, from time to time. So it was, if I were to say, like one of the most shown Animaniac segments, the uh, Bubba Bo Bob Brain was probably yeah. in that. Well, before we go and give our Water Tower rating and everything, we have one last short segment. And that, of course, is the Wheel of Morality. Yay! And today's moral was Elvis lives on in our hearts in his music, and in a trailer park outside Milwaukee. Um, that was such a good quote. I could totally see myself making a sign of that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, that, that needs to be on a sign in like a Cracker Barrel or something like that. <laughs> Salsa gets your eyes here, doesn't it? Uh, anything you like about this last segment here, guys? I thought it was funny. <laughs> Kelly? It was cute. Uh, well, before we get to our water tower rating, folks, we have a special feature because I figured, hey, this is a this is a, a good episode, so I'm gonna see what kids think. So we're gonna go off to see what kids think at Joey's school. And here's the theme song, Nathan. Theme song for the school kids to listen to the show. Wow. Okay, I'm here with some middle school students, and we are gonna talk about the episode that we just saw. Which was, uh, there was an episode Clowning Out and Bubba Bo Bob Brain. Now, who here saw the, who saw, who saw the Clowning Out, the one with the clown? Okay. 
you guys saw the ones with the clown. So what could, what could you tell me? What happened? What what could you tell the plot of that episode? Do you remember what happened? What happened? Uh, these these kids and the adult hated the clown. Okay. So the kids. Does anyone know what those kids are? That. The Animaniacs, okay. So, which one hated the clown? The little boy. The little boy one, the wacko, right? So he, so it's basically him like hitting the clown and stuff like that, and trying Putting to get away. Putting him in a rocket ship. Putting him in a rocket ship. In a therapy, and he sent the clown over there, and he just wanted to see the clown get hurt. So, so what do you guys think? Are you guys? Was that a, was that a good episode? Yeah. yeah. What did you what, what come forward if you like if you want to share a moment that you think was a good moment from that cartoon? Mm. That they don't like the clown and they keep hurting it. You keep hurting it. What was the best way that he hurt the clown? Putting him in a rocket ship. The cannon and putting in the rocket ship. And what were you going to say? With the mallet. So there's yeah. You guys were mentioning three different good ways. I like the cannon one right there with the balloon turning around and blasting him in the I face. I actually like the, the rocket ship. The rocket ship was the best best punishment right there. Let me ask you guys. Raise your hand or just say say yes. Who here is scared of clowns? Yes. yes. So we have like yes. three or four people. Who here is not scared of clowns? Like three people. Three, three or four. So but it's like split. Okay. So overall, that was a good cartoon, right? Pretty funny. Now, who knows what the second cartoon was about? It was about this. The lab rat taking over the world with a song. It's a mouse, not a rat. Mouse. Lab rat, whatever. <laughs> he's a la- mouse. <laughs> he knew it was creepy. And he was creepy. You were saying he's creepy. He come here and come here and t- tell me why you think he's creepy. I don't know. Because he was making people... He had red eyes. Mm-hmm. Red, he has those pink eyes. He was also wearing stilts. And okay. was very, very tall. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because why, was, why did he have to be that tall? So that he looked like a human. Well, it was also... No, so he could enter the contest. Right. But, well, it's sort of, yeah. It's like one of the qualifications like, to be a successful... Yeah. like, able to reach the microphone? No. Yeah. Well, maybe. It's because they... Snow. In the computer, it said that it's supposed... He's supposed to be, like, six inter- inches tall. No, well, six, six feet. feet. Oh. <laughs> I think I'm he is six too. inches tall. <laughs> so. And then it said, it said all the qualities, and the only one he didn't have was what's it called... He had to be at least six feet tall. Yes, and what did he change his name to? Because the, one of the qualifications Bubba was Bubba Bo Bob Rain. Bubba Bo Bob Rain. And Pinky. And what about what did Pinky keep calling him? Like other names like besides Bubba what he's normally Boo called Bob because Rain, he couldn't like remember that. his name. Bibi Boo Bob Rain. Bibi Bonky Boo. Okay, Bibi Boo Bonky Brain, huh? Okay, so so what was their what was their goal in taking over the world? What was their, what was their, they what were they trying to do? They wanted to hypnotize, hypnotize people. They wanted to hypnotize the whole entire world so that he was under, they were under his control. Yes. It was a yeah, subliminal message. Taking over the world. Right. So what, how did his plan, how did his plan backfire? Who remembers? Oh, because of Pete. Hang on. Because he was talking into a microphone and telling, uh, Pete. Pinky, Pinky, yeah. To forget his name. Forget his yeah, name he was and forget, forget that he exists. Yes. So. Who is that guy on the stage? So then they were like unhypnotized, like, oh, get this All right. So, who here is a fan of country music? Anyone a fan of country music? We have one, two people. Did anyone recognize any of the people they were drawing up there? Did you recognize any of the uh, country stars that were up there? I don't know. No, no. Oh, one girl. Who? Uh, the uh from from Hannah Montana, the aunt. The aunt, from, the aunt from Hannah Montana. Yeah. Well, I think. Well, you know the the what's the dad from Hannah Montana? Billy. Well, you know Miley Cyrus's dad. Mm, um, Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah, I think he was on there. Yeah, he was at the beginning going, "Don't tell about her." Oh yeah. Yeah. So there you go. And the aunt. The aunt. I don't know who the aunt from from Hannah Montana the aunt is. Who, um, the I don't know what they're talking about. Like in the okay. So, interesting thoughts. Uh, who here thinks that the clown cartoon was better? 
No. One, two, out of those two cartoons. I don't like hurting clowns. One, two, three. How, okay, four. How many people think the Bubba Bo Bob Brain one was better? Raise your hand. One person. So you guys mostly like the clown one then, right? Very good. Overall, do you think that was a good episode of Animaniacs? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Except the clown. Except for the clown? He's getting hurt. I feel bad for him. Aww. He was happy but at the end. Yeah, he was happy at the end. It was all good. All right, well, thank you guys for your... Because everybody was dancing. Yeah, he finally found the people that liked him <laughs> at the end. All right. Well, thank you very much, guys, for your opinion. Bye. Okay. Well, after those kids gave their thoughts, mm-hmm. they're so cute. Yeah, they were. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get to our water tower rating. <laughs> Here we go. Who should I start with today? Nathan, I think I'm going to start with you. How many water towers would you give this episode out of five water towers? And what's the lowest we can give? <laughs> uh, <laughs> a half. Okay, so hmm, I, I'll just, I'll go for five stars. Yay! Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Yeah, I can't think of anything I would change. So, or, or just both segments are extremely strong. I would say anyone that hasn't seen the episode should see this episode. Okay. And Kelly, what about you? Well, Nathan stole my answer, but I'm also going to choose five. They were, it was two really very strong segments. Two of my, my all time favorites. Love them both. And, uh, yeah, five star. I always say stars, five water towers. (laughs) And I'm going to go with five starry water towers as well. (laughs) Uh, it, it, yeah, it really is. If I were to say, oh, five cups, ow, ow. Okay, very good. Thank you for five claps. <laughs> yeah, but this really is, a, when it comes to Animaniacs episodes, if I were to tell anybody, where should I start? I might, I would put this probably in the top five yeah, of episodes. Maybe. Like, you should watch this. Mm-hmm. You won't be disappointed. A lot of episodes of Animaniacs have sometimes one really incredibly strong one, and then one that's kind of like, eh, it's pretty, it's good. It's mm-hmm. okay. Um, But this one just, you know, each one was just fantastic. Great energy and great comedy. So five stars, fave water towers. That's Woo! another triple agreement from us. I think that's our third time that's happened. I think so. So there you go. It doesn't happen often, folks, but there you go. <laughs> well, that was only the second all five. I think it was the second all five. That's yeah. true. The second time it's yeah. only been all five. What was the other one that was all five? Heart of Twilight. Yeah. Uh, there you go. There you go. Uh, Mr. Director. Hey, what do you know? <laughs> So let's go ahead and get over to our poll question results from last week. Hello again, it's your friendly Skynet. I mean announcer bot 3000 here to give you the poll results from last week's poll. And joining me is my robot wife Hannah Montana bot 3000. Her only function is to give facts about Hannah Montana. Say hello honey. Hello honey. Ha. 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 Oh, darling, you are hilarious. What Hannah Montana fact do you have for us? Well, dear, I heard those human children talking about Hannah Montana's aunt, and the human host Joey had no idea who they were talking about. What he didn't realize is that Dolly Parton guest starred in an episode of Hannah Montana. Season 1 episode 16 to be exact. She played the part of Aunt Dolly. Truly one of the best episodes of the series starring the delightful and always appropriate, Miley Cyrus. Wow. Thanks for that fact. I guess that child was pretty smart. For a human anyway. And now onto the Twitter poll results from last week. Listeners were asked, which is the best chicken boot cartoon we've discussed so far? Hashtag Animaniacs. Hashtag Animaticast poll. 5% 5% said Chicken Boo Rishnikov. 5% also said The Big Kiss. 20% said it was Davy Omelette. But 70% of the vote went to The Good, The Boo, and The Ugly. There you have it. Before we go, I would like to give a plug for my wife's podcast about Hannah Montana. Thanks dear. Yes humans. If you like this podcast, then you'll love my podcast about Hannah Montana. The show is broadcast directly into the brain implants of the humans who have agreed to be a part of our Skynet. I mean, Hannah Montana fan club. 
join the fun. Won't you? If you don't have time to visit our office, do not worry. We will come to you when you least expect it. And don't forget to leave a positive review on iTunes. Sounds like a great idea to me honey. Until next week humans. Okay, well those were our results and what do you guys think? What is your favorite chicken boo from those four segments? Nathan, what what about you? I voted for the good, the boo and the ugly. Ah, why do you like that one so much? Spaghetti Western. <laughs> okay. And Kelly, what about you? He stole my answer again. <laughs> <laughs> I also like the good, the boo, and the ugly. Um, I just, I, I, I like the the movie references, even though I hadn't seen the movies. I, I still got all the references, and mm-hmm. um, I just thought it was particularly funny for a chicken boo. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm going with so I'm going to a different one. You two. What? I'm actually, I love, I do love the good, the boo, and the ugly. So you're but voting for that one? No, but the one I voted for was actually Davy Omelet because I just one. like when they're dancing and they're just doing their little hoedown at the end, and how Chicken Boo just dances so much that his clothes fall off, and I, I just like, I don't know, I just like that. I like, the, I like the opening of it too, how it's like in color and. Mm-hmm. Uh, referencing the TV show. So both of those are probably the strongest chicken boos that we've seen so far. Yeah. Uh, just for me, I like Davy Omelette just a little bit more. I don't know why, but I did. <laughs> so let's go ahead and go over to our Twitter poll question for this week. Nathan, what do you think? You Do you have it? No, but I can <laughs> think of one. Okay. Well, what What do you think? What do you think your poll question is uh, Okay. So you asked uh, if... You asked Paul Rugg, yes. right, whether Mr. Director and Mr. Clown were the same person. Right. right. He didn't really answer the question. So we'll let the voters, the listeners, decide whether they are the same person. So is Mr. Director Mr. Director just Mr. Clown? Are they? Is Mr. Director just wearing makeup to look like Mr. Clown? Are they okay. the same person? So is so Mr. Clown... Word that into a Twitter. <laughs> okay, so how about this? Is Mr. Clown mm-hmm. simply Mr. Director in makeup? No, I don't like it. But <laughs> <laughs> Well, it'll be a simple yes or no question. Okay, fine. And that will be the deciding vote, because he's listed in the credits as Mr. Clown. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going we're gonna to see if this is a secret identity. Yeah. Of, is he Mr. Director, really? So we'll find out next week, for sure. <laughs> yeah, we'll know. Well, once and for all. Well, there we go. So, with that, I think it's time to get to some contact information. Kelly, where can people get in contact with you online? They can find me on Twitter at Yoda Princess, Y O D A P R N C S S, or Kelly at BigShinyRobot.com. And Nathan, what about you? You could try Twitter. I'm on there. Uh, <laughs> Django FT, that's me. Alrighty. And of course, you can get in contact with the Animaniacast. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We are on Instagram. And uh, hey, even Google Plus, even though that's kind of a weird thing. I'm not exactly sure what's going on with that. (laughs) But uh, of course, you can also email us by sending an email to Animaniacast at RetroZap.com. And over at RetroZap.com, you can find a humongous assortment of different pop culture and nerdy things to do such as articles and podcasts and what can i say retrozap.com great place to go and uh hey folks don't forget uh you can leave a positive five-star review on itunes we'll make sure to read it on the air and i yeah i know how i don't understand why itunes makes it so incredibly hard to it's make impossible, it impossible but... it, it's practically impossible except hey nathan and i did it for the just show google it <laughs> just google it whenever i don't know how to do something i google it so if you do it hey we appreciate it and we'll read it on the show well with that i think it's time to go so, so we'll see you next week for episode 35 which is going to be just a mixed bag of fun. Fun, because it's all mixed up. Yeah. Lots of uh, cameos, or what, what is that called? Crossovers? crossovers. <laughs> It'll be a crossover. It's like the Animaniacs Civil War, or, <laughs> or, or something, or Animaniacs Infinity War, or whatever Ooh. you want to call it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so, with that, until next week, this is Joey, and for Nathan and Kelly, good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. 
This podcast is not endorsed by Warner Brothers or Amblin Entertainment and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Animaniacs, the Warner Brothers logo, all names, pictures, and sounds of the Animaniacs characters or any other Animaniacs-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Warner Brothers, Amblin Entertainment, or their respective trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of the Animaniacast unless otherwise indicated. When the whipper will, whippers in the wind, the wind can whipper back. Oh, nice and chubby baby! You watch me get Red's Fruity Pebbles. Who are you? I'm the Master Rapper, and I'm here to say I love Fruity Pebbles in a major way. He loves Fruity Pebbles in a major way. The bedrock yellow, orange, purple, lime, and red. But to get the fruity taste, I got a trick, friend. Fruity, fruity. To get the fruity taste, he's got a trick, friend. Bonnie. Guess that's a wrap. Most fruity pebble cereal. Part of this nutritious breakfast. Yeah, but that was delicious.